America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal. R O Y A L. Just like it sounds, Royal Blue. And you are now listening to the Royal Treatment. We're here every week to answer your health questions. Do you have a question? If you don't have questions, you won't get answers. So think about what your questions might be and send them to me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. We're located here in Las Vegas. If you would like to get more information or make an appointment, you can call us here at 702-562-1454. That's 702 702- 562 it's the Turtle Healing Band Clinic. That's right, Turtle Healing Band Clinic. It sounds unusual because it's affiliated with an Indian nation. We work with a banding agreement currently, but we also work with the Crow Tribe of Indians who have stepped forward to exercise jurisdiction over the practice of medical alternatives, which is referred to by our federal government as traditional medicine for the Indians. And we refer to it as indigenous medicine, meaning that they were here first, but includes all things alternative. Crow Tribe of Indians is set forward to exercise their jurisdiction over their practice of medicine throughout the United States. Why is this important? Well, if you are a physician such as myself, you need dual licensure. Currently, there are only two states in the country of America, where one can be dual licensed, that's Nevada and Arizona. Actually, we're down to one state because the state of Nevada lost its homeopathic board this legislative session. This means that there are 49 states in our country where a physician who practices medical alternatives, which means he's going to help you achieve optimum health and wellness, he does so at the risk of his license. If he's prescribing something other than a drug, this is considered unconventional medicine, and he's subject to discipline and, well, we say disbarment in the legal profession, but I suppose disenfranchisement for a medical physician whereby his license is revoked. We don't want this to happen, and so the American Indians, our Native Americans, have stepped forward to help preserve, protect, and promote medical alternatives so that those of us who are seeking for optimal health and wellness can have the opportunity of achieving it. Why is this important? Well, because our current medical system is set up under an insurance industry that pays for and reimburses sick care and disease management. Your doctor cannot help you achieve optimal health and wellness. Is that a shock? Well, if it is, then wake up, because if you're going to be healthy, it's up to you, my friends. You have to be empowered with more information, better information, to be able to feel as good as you possibly can, to live a good quality of life for as long as God blesses you to live upon this planet of his. So let's make the most of it, shall we? One of the things that we do here on our program is we review the obituaries of people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. That happens not only here, but around the world, and we review them every week as a wake-up call to all of us to inspire us to do things a little differently, a little better, to prevent what's happening to others who are not taking advantage of optimal health and wellness products and treatments. 
This is also important because, well, wake up, life expectancy in the United States is declining. It's happened for three years in a row, 2015, 16, 17, soon to be reported for 2018, making a new record for the country of the United States. Last happened in 1916, 17, 18. Life expectancy is decreasing. We should be leading the world in the quality of healthcare. We're not. We're somewhere around number 46 in the quality of healthcare worldwide. So that should be a clue that things are not getting better, technologically, possibly so, but there are many people who want to keep you sick, diseased, and dying. Why? Well, because, frankly, it makes them money. We talked about a recent medical scandal here in the show that occurred within the past month. A pharmaceutical company, Novartis, in Switzerland, which manufactures about 65 medical drugs, was found to be putting a cancer-causing agent in its blood pressure medicine. That blood pressure medicine just happens to be the ninth most prescribed drug in the United States, called Losartan. There were over 49 million prescriptions for it in 2016 and annually thereafter. How many people were affected? Well, it's impossible to know, but it is a crime. Have you heard about it? Is anything being done about this assault battery and potential manslaughter? If it was intentional, then even murder, because people, even though they die immediately, they die slowly from cancer. This means that there are people who do not want you to be well and healthy. They want you to be sick, diseased, and dying because, frankly, it makes the money. So let's turn the tables on them, shall we? Let's take control of our lives and do the things that can empower us to make better informed healthcare decisions. We're going to talk about that on today's program. We're going to talk about some current events. We're going to finally get to the power of the olive leaf before the show is over. But first, we want to review our obituaries. We're going to do that when we come back from the break, review those who have died too young from disease they shouldn't have had here locally in Las Vegas and in Reno, as well as notable celebrities throughout the world that have also passed away just this past week too young from disease that they shouldn't have had. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. Stay right with us. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. One in three adults in America have pre-diabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. 
I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has my mom. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Bet he can't say that in reverse. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775 237 2266. Now back to the show. We are back to the show. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. And remember, if you do send me a question via email to droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com, I will send you a free bottle of RBC Blend, which is a supplement that we use to increase your circulating stem cells. Did you know you could take a product that could actually increase the stem cells in your blood? Well, you can. We have it. It's called RBC Blend. We've been using this product for the last 10 years to increase circulating stem cells. Why do we do that? Well, it's part of a proprietary process we use to harvest stem cells from your blood because they don't normally exist in your blood. This is what makes our stem cell treatment unique. Yes, you can obtain stem cells from a umbilical stem cell cord blood bank or amniotic fluid. Those are from other sources, not your own. We call those allogeneic. Your sources, autologous. The difference is that we get much higher count of cells when we obtain them from you. It's more labor intensive for us. You have to take a product with instructions. You have to come in for a blood draw. We need to allow the blood to separate and then we can give it all back to you as opposed to just ordering stem cells from the blood bank and having them readily available for injection. I had someone inquire about being trained just for that very purpose. We do training for those who are practitioners of indigenous medicine, licensed with the First Nation Medical Board through the Crow Tribe of Indians. We provide that training for them. But it's available to you here in Las Vegas. Call 702-562-1454 to get more information. Well, before the break, I mentioned we were going to talk about obituaries, people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had just this last week. So let's get right down to it. First, we have a 23-year-old man who just completed an externship with an engineering firm who passed away. 23-year-old man passed away in the hospital. 27-year-old man, a motorcycle enthusiast, passed away suddenly, which usually means sudden death or heart attack. 47-year-old woman, a cosmetologist and casino dealer, passed away after her health began to deteriorate. 48-year-old man who worked as an electrician passed away. 53-year-old man passed away. 53-year-old woman passed away. 56-year-old man who worked in the carpet cleaning business passed away. Now, keep in mind, the average life expectancy in the United States is about 78.5 years of age, 81 for a woman, 76 for a man. That's why these early deaths are of interest to me and hopefully of some educational interest to you. We have a 60-year-old woman who worked in the insurance industry who passed away following a long battle with cancer. You're going to see a lot of people dying from cancer as well as from heart disease. Why? Well, those are the number one and two causes of death throughout the country. Cancer seems to be ever increasing and soon to catch up and surpass heart disease as number one. Let's hope that's not the case, but it seems to be the trend. We have a 60-year-old woman who passed away following a hard battle with cancer. We have a 61-year-old man, a law enforcement officer, who passed away in the hospital. 64-year-old man, a bartender, passed away due to cancer that was fast and devastating. 64-year-old man, a graphic designer, passed away. 
66-year-old man, an avid outdoorsman, passed away after a brief illness. 69-year-old man who was in the show business on the Las Vegas Strip passed away at his home. 69-year-old man, a veteran in the U.S. Armed Forces, passed away in his home. 72-year-old woman who worked as an underwriter in the mortgage industry passed away. 78-year-old man passed away from complications of dementia. And remember, there are three types of dementia, Alzheimer's, vascular, and Lewy bodies, which is a diagnosis made on autopsy. 78-year-old woman who worked as a showroom waitress and member of the Culinary Union passed away. 79-year-old man, an aircraft mechanic in the United States Air Force, passed away after he lost his 20-year fight with cancer. We have an 80-year-old man, a carpenter, who passed away in his home after a prolonged battle with COPD, constructive, I'm sorry, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD. We have an 81-year-old woman who worked in education with Clark County School District, passed away peacefully from cancer in hospice. I have a patient who was in yesterday. She's training to be a type of guru. I want to say guru. It's not the right word. Or Della to help people make the transition from life to death. We're all very excited when someone is born, but most of us don't want to think about or deal with death. I know what it is. It's called a doula. That's what she's training to be. We need more people like that. All right, now let's take a look at international celebrity notables who died this last week, too young for diseases they shouldn't have had. First, we have Mitch Petras, an American National League football player, guard for the New York Giants, died at 32 years of age from heat stroke while working outside. Now, it wasn't during practice. He was working outside at his family business in Arkansas. Craig Fallon. British judo champion and world champion in 2005, was found dead on a hillside at 36 years of age. Nick Harrison, American racing crew chief, who worked 120 races as crew chief in the Cup Series, died at 37 years of age. Carl Shields, Irish actor, died at 47 years, suddenly and unexpectedly. Andre Bradford, Portuguese politician and journalist, died at 48 years of age from cardiac arrest. Adam Bob. American NFL linebacker for the New York Jets, died at 51 years of age from liver disease. Ram Paswan, Indian politician, died at 57 years of age from a heart attack. Daniel Ray Costello, Samoan musician who lived in Fiji and was known for his suave Pacific music, died at 58 years of age. Chung Doo-un, South Korean politician, died at 62 years of age after being found on a mountainside from an apparent suicide. And remember, when we read about suicide. The question is, what caused someone to take their life or the life of someone else? I wish we had more facts because there are drugs, prescription pharmaceutical drugs that can make you suicidal, including antidepressants. One of the side effects is it can make you suicidal, the thing it was allegedly prescribed to treat. Hugo Cacaro, an Argentine politician and former governor of Tierra del Fuego, died at 65 years of age. Johnny Clegg, a South African singer-musician, died at 66 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Jerome Simondel, American judge for U.S. District Court of New Jersey, died at 70 years of age from liver cancer. Pat Kelly, Jamaican rock steady and reggae singer, died at 7 years of age from complications due to kidney disease. We have Roger Gopal, Indian founder of a global restaurant chain, died at 72 years of age due to complications from a heart attack. Arswindo Apmoweloto, Indonesian journalist and writer, died at 70 years of age from prostate cancer. Werder Mueller, German businessman and federal minister for economics and technology, died at 73 years of age from cancer. Victor Musiaka, Ukrainian politician and leader of the forward Ukraine party, died at 73 years of age from a heart attack. Dan Clemens, American politician and Republican member of the Missouri Senate, died at 74 years of age. Sonia Infante, Mexican actress, died at 75 years of age from a cardiac arrest. Raja Dale, Indian writer, political activist, died at 78 years of age after falling to the floor of his home from a sudden heart attack. Alexis Galanos, Cypriot politician and mayor in exile, died at 78 years of age while on holiday died while on vacation. Sheila 
Dixit, Indian politician, chief minister of Delhi and governor of Kerala, died at 81 years of age from cardiac arrest. And finally, Ernie Broglio, American Major League Baseball pitcher, died at 83 years of age after battling an undisclosed form of cancer. Now, I realized that he exceeded the life expectancy, but still thought it interesting that he died of cancer anyway. One of the things we learned by reviewing the obituaries is it doesn't matter how politically influential you are, how powerful you are, how much money you have, you're still susceptible to sickness, disease, and death. And having access to the best hospital care, the best doctors, the best medicines doesn't do you one bit of good. That's why it behooves you, my friends, to start taking action right now to invest in your health. Don't wait until something bad happens before you have a wake-up call or you have an accident, so to speak, until you buy insurance. Start investing yourself right now by eating better quality food, by exercising on a more regular basis, by watching your weight, by supplementing and using good quality supplements. Just got a nutritional test back on a patient of mine yesterday. She's actually a cancer patient. She had a couple of nutritional deficiencies, one of which we suspected and were treating in the office. And she had about seven borderline deficient deficiencies. As a result of that, I sent her a supplement list, which we typically give our patients with instructions. And we made some adjustments to that. But we would not have known what those deficiencies were unless we had tested for them. These are specialty tests, my friend. You cannot get them through the local laboratories. You have to get them outside of your local laboratory because they can't check for everything. The only thing they can check in the blood is, are you deficient in iron or ferritin? The vitamin D test is completely dubious. That's because it can show that you're high when you're actually deficient and vice versa. The only way to know what your nutritional efficiencies are is to be tested by a lab that is able to analyze their concentrations in the cells, the cellular level. That's what SpectraCell does in Houston, Texas. They go to the media, and from that, we're able to determine what you're deficient, and it takes about three weeks to get those results. But they are accurate. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to continue our discussion. We've got lots more to talk about right after the break. Stay with us. Can your own stem cells heal you? The miracle of life begins when an egg and a sperm unite. They form a single stem cell. Stem cells will keep dividing until directed by the body to become something else. Natural occurring stem cells can be found in all tissues of your body. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Dr. Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Are you a cancer patient in remission who needs rejuvenation for optimal health and wellness? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Hi, honey. Don't you hi, honey me. Your life is so f***ed up. Wait a minute. I'm not that bad. You have a DUI. You even beat me up the last time you were drunk. And that babe you're running around with is on meth and lost your kids to CPS. And don't get me started on your brother. He's as bad as you are ignoring his court stuff for so long that now he's going to jail. Well, well, what can I do, honey? You can go see Dr. Richard. That's what. Dr. Richard can help you with court-approved counseling and classes. He works with DUIs and substance abuse, drug court and CPS compliance issues, and can do mental health evaluations. You better call right now, dude. 775-683-1108. Call Dr. Richard today. 775-683-1108. You know, honey, I tell you what, I'm going to call him right now. Well, let me give you those numbers again. You better remember this. Call Dr. Richard, 775-683-1108. He can really help you. 775-683-1108. You know what, honey, I'm doing it for you because I don't want to be 
hooked up anymore. Hey everyone, Dave Escher here introducing you to our new store, the Nevada Marketplace in the Reno Town Mall. Anchored with the Buy Nevada First gift shop, we've added over 60 micro shops, giving locals a place to set up their dream store. We are now 20,000 square feet strong, supporting over 250 local merchants with all things made in Nevada and more. We have more locals in one place than anywhere in the state, ready to help you find that perfect gift. We're open every day with easy parking at Peckham and Virginia. Go to buynevadafirst.com, your source for all things local. The nonprofit Reno Sparks Assistance League Thrift Shop is the main source of funding for 12 philanthropic programs. Staffed and managed by all-member volunteers, they are proud of their reputation as one of the best and friendliest thrift shops in the Reno Sparks area. Their members work hard to make sure the merchandise is always of good quality, clean, and priced fairly. Come see for yourself at 1701 Vassar Street in Reno, open 10 to 4, Monday through Saturday. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station, the power of radio since 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. We are back to the show, and I'm Dr. Dan Royal. I'm glad to be here and hope you are, too. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. Remember, you can always email me at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic.com. Get some free medical advice and even some free product worth $100. If I use your question on the air, I will send you a bottle of RBC Blend, which we use to increase your circulating stem cells. You can't get that anywhere but here. Interestingly, that product is used around the world for racehorses, thoroughbred horses, to help them recover quicker from their competition, to heal from injuries, and actually to be more docile. It also affects their, well, their mental, emotional well-being, if you will. That email address, is, again, is D, as in Daniel, Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at Royal Medical Clinic, all one word, dot com, or just call us here at 602, not 6, 702, 562, one four five four. That's seven zero two. Area code here in Las Vegas five sixty two fourteen fifty four. Now during this segment, as I promised, we're going to talk about some current events. These are things that were published, well, this month, July two thousand nineteen. Now during the final quarter, we are going to review the power of the olive leaf in more detail and finish that discussion which we've been touching on the last couple of weeks. So let's get started. First. There was a study that was published regarding smoking. Now, we all know that smoking is not good for us. But what is interesting is that even when people quit smoking, they still have a risk of coronary artery disease, of stroke, of peripheral artery disease. When I say coronary artery disease, we're talking about the clogging of the heart arteries. I say peripheral artery disease. We're talking about the arteries to your lower extremities or legs. And then, of course, stroke occurs, well, from a couple of different reasons. It can occur from arrhythmia, but it can also occur from thickening of the blood, which smoking does to you. What was interesting is that the patients who had a smoking history, a 35-pack-year cigarette history, they had increased risk of peripheral artery disease. Actually, it was more than double than the other two diseases, even after they had quit. The analysis of the data came from more than 13,000 participants with a median of 26 years of follow-up. Quitting smoking was associated with the greatest reduction in risk for peripheral artery disease with 80 percent lower risk seen uh, 30 years following the cessation. What that means is that you have an increased risk for up to 30 years after you have quit smoking. By the way, that's not easy to treat the blockage of the lower extremities. So, for example, one of the treatments we have for patients that have excessive heavy metals, and yes, we can do a test to check your environmental toxins or heavy metal levels, levels you get from smoking and secondhand smoke and city pollution. Mostly what we see are elevated levels of lead and cadmium. That can be eliminated with EDTA, ethylene diamine tetracetic acid. It's actually an FDA approved drug. It's approved for removing heavy 
metals. But those heavy metals, they cause damage to the arteries, which in turn set in motion a process by which the body goes about trying to heal it by making a clot with platelets, by covering with cholesterol, by hardening it with calcium, like a Band-Aid. That's what makes plaque in your arteries. But it all starts with heavy metals, free radicals, that initiate that damage. Now, what EDTA does is it removes them, primarily through the urine. There are some oral products that you can take that remove heavy metals, such as DMSA, that are primarily removed through the gut. We like to use that for patients who've had amalgam fillings because it helps to remove mercury that gets deposited primarily in organs of elimination, such as the liver, the kidney, and the gut. What's interesting about EDTA is that it removes these heavy metals, such as lead, cadmium, even radioactive elements. It's a treatment for radiation poisoning. But you didn't know that. But eventually, it works its way down to calcium. It also removes pathologic calcium deposits in your arteries, your joints, your kidneys, and so forth. Getting back to smoking, the related risk also remained elevated for cessation or stopping for a longer period, roughly three decades versus two decades following cessation for coronary artery disease and stroke. So if you quit smoking today, let's say you've been smoking for 35 years, you're going to have an increased risk of coronary artery disease and stroke for 20 years thereafter and peripheral artery disease for 30 years thereafter. So the point is, the damage has been done. The heavy metals do not get eliminated on a regular basis, but it can be treated. There are means by which this can be done. It is known as chelation, using a chelating agent. We've talked about a study on the show before where magnetic pads, sleeping magnetic pads, were used to help improve the atherosclerotic plaque in the coronary arteries by taking DMSA at night. This was done over a period of six months, and the cardiologists who conducted the study found that there was significant improvement in their cardiovascular health in those patients that did so. Very simple approach. Take a little oral chelating agent at night while sleeping on your magnetic pad. We can get that for you, and if you're interested in learning more, just email us or call us and we'll provide you a free handout on magnetic sleep beds. Let's talk a little bit about depression. We found that depression now increases your brain age and increases your risk of dementia, as well as your cognitive or thought decline later in life. But you didn't know that. Changes in circumstances can cause a temporary loss in happiness, which is normal, but the sadness lingers and you lose interest in things you once enjoyed. You lose your appetite and energy levels are low. Well, if that's happening, you could be dealing with depression. It's far more common than most people realize, according to the National Institute of Mental Health. Major depression is one of the most common disorders in the nation. That is reported to affect over 17 million adult Americans, with the greatest levels of depression being felt by those between the ages of 18 to 25. Young people. Previous studies have confirmed a link between dementia and depression, and nobody wants to get dementia. In the study, researchers from the University of Sussex in England found a link between depression and general decline in total cognitive function. Results from 34 studies were analyzed to determine the effects depression has on long-term cognition. Review involved over 71,000 participants in which some were diagnosed with depression, while others had not been diagnosed but exhibited symptoms. Those that were diagnosed with dementia were excluded from the study. Particular attention was given to evidence of decline in memory, decision-making ability, and information processing speed. Those with depression were found to experience a greater decline in cognitive state during older adulthood. The findings may be important for early intervention for dementia as there currently is no cure. Let me repeat, there is no cure for dementia. And there is a long preclinical period of several decades before the diagnosis. As a whole, the world's population is aging and depression rates are increasing. Since there is a link between depression and cognitive decline, the numbers of people experiencing dementia and cognitive decline is expected to steadily increase over the next three decades. What can you do about this? Well, some of the suggestions include the following. Exercising regularly helps with both anxiety and mood. Avoiding recreational drugs or drinking excessively, which can make the problem worse. Make time to reflect on what you appreciate in life. 
Keep a gratitude journal, for example. Find three things every single day, each one of which must be different, never repeating, and express what you're grateful for. Get enough sleep, because sleep depriving greatly affects mood. And finally, staying social and maintaining close relationships with others can help significantly. Of course, there are also natural nutritional supplements and homeopathics can help. I had a patient in my office yesterday who's still grieving over the loss of her sister who died a few months ago. There's an excellent homeopathic remedy to deal with that. It's called Ignatia. In high doses, it is a godsend for the treatment of grief. Here's another current event. This has to do with the electrical potential of cancer. I should say switching off cancer has been found to be a effective treatment. Scientists have detected changes in electrical signals from different types of cancers that could lead to development of devices that can be sent to a tumor to switch off the cells. The research looked at how cells swap electrons and three different lung cancer cell lines and showed that the magnitude of the electrical current emitted by cancer cells is linked to the aggressive nature of the cancer. This new understanding of how cancer cells use electrons could lead to new treatments that stop them growing by starving them of electrical energy. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the things we do in our office is we try to help cells that have lost their electrical charge, their millivolt concentration. We do that by using the photon sound beam that puts, well, light, energy, and frequency into the body, a combination of photons, ozone, and radio frequency. This helps to energize the cells, along with the pulsing electromagnetic field, which can work synergistically with that because cells that become cancerous have lost their electrical charge. The point is that the study found that electrical charge is something that can be used to affect the cancer. The conclusion from the University of Nottingham School of Pharmacy was as follows. We expect to see a slowdown in electron transmission when the mitochondria become overworked. But what we actually saw in the study was the opposite, an increase in current with cells actually producing more electrons to combat the drop in energy. This was a major finding because if you can inhibit the external electron transfer, the cells have limited ways to sustain energy. So they'll either be unable to grow and multiply or they'll die. Currently, there are no drugs available that can interfere with this process, but new research suggests that it could be done in another way. Well, one thing is making sure you're as healthy as you can possibly be, keeping your mini-volt concentration up to 70 or higher, because when it drops, well, that's when cancer and pathology begin. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Tree. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the olive leaf extract. Stay right with us. Targeting cancer cells with DMSO reduces the need for full-dose chemotherapy by up to 90% because DMSO targets cancer cells, not healthy cells. Research demonstrates that DMSO, also known as dimethyl sulfoxide, has an affinity for cancer cells, which also allows DMSO to enter them even when DMSO is carrying chemo drugs. Could low-dose chemo with DMSO be the answer you've been searching for? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702 1454. When low-dose chemo is combined with DMSO or insulin, it's called potentiation therapy. This is because the cancer-killing power they create together is much greater than when they're administered separately. Are you a cancer patient who wants more than disease management? Could low-dose chemo help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for low-dose chemo. That's 702-562-1454. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Ponderosa Meats, the anchor of Midtown since 1954. USDA choice, USDA prime cut. Ponderosa grass-fed beef. Call 775-322-4063. Ponderosa Meats, tradition, quality, and prime service. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. 
Once a powerful leader in the world of finance and insurance, a now-retired Jim Stannard has taken on a new role as a singer-songwriter, fulfilling a dream that has burned for more than four decades. Working with platinum-selling rocker Kip Winger and Afghan Whigs guitarist John Skibbick to bring his songs to life, his debut release, Bucket List, has been met with enthusiasm. CD Baby syndicated writer Tony Mastriani wrote, This album is refreshing and most probably more interesting than what you've been listening to this year. It is my sleeper pick for best independent label album thus far in 2018. Jim Hines from Make a Scene agreed. Some gems here. Stannard has both a gift for poetry and narrative, drawing from a well of influences that include such diverse artists as Warren Zevon, The Who, David Bromberg, and Robert Earl Keane. Bucket List's 11 original songs makes up what Roots Music Report calls a grows-on-you set from a fresh and highly believable voice. Order your copy at jimstannardmusic.com or download wherever digital music is sold. Business owners and entrepreneurs know that good information is priceless. Just one great idea can make all the difference. Hi, this is Joe Morabito, host of CEO Business Mind. Each week in one fast-paced hour, we share lots of proven tips and ideas to help you be more successful in business. Don't miss a minute of CEO Business Mind with me, Joe Morabito, right here on 1180 AM KCKQ. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. We are back to the show and I'm Dr. Dan Royal and we do have podcasts of our show located throughout the internet on our websites. For example, with Eternal Healing Band Clinic, you can find them also on royalmedicalclinic.com, 70244luck.com. We also have them on our Google business sites. We have them with archive.org, and we have them with iTunes. So these podcasts are everywhere, including with America Matters Media. Well, before the break, I said we're going to be talking about the olive leaf. This is a discussion we've been trying to, well, cover more thoroughly and finish over the last couple of weeks. So let's get right to it. Mostly I want to go through some of the studies that have been published and let them speak uh, for themselves. Here was one, which we may have previously mentioned, but let's review it again. One case was followed systematically over a period of three years with the documentation of deterioration in psychiatric symptoms, ADHD and mood, when infected with candida albicans. That's something that could actually be diagnosed by a stool test with Genova Diagnostics. We have their kits in our office and recently used them for our patients because we suspect this could be a problem. Why do we suspect this? Well, when you have elevated nutritional deficiencies, and it's getting to be in a number I think is excessive and indicates a lack of absorption, we're concerned that candida might be a problem because when candida is present in the gut, it inhibits your absorption of nutrients. Anyway, the symptom were shown to improve with successful treatment of the infection with olive leaf extract and probiotics. When we say probiotics, we're talking about acidophilus. We have the most potent acidophilus in the country, a liquid acidophilus that comes directly from the lab. We have that. We also have capsules from a uh, family pharmaceutical company that we work with. It's made from the same strain, lactobacillus acidophilus, as the liquid. We also have, well, a type of acidophilus that is formulated to get through the stomach acid from Germany. Most of the over-the-counter probiotic pro products are worthless. Why? Because they are killed in the stomach acid. You either need a product that is very concentrated, such as the liquid that we have in our office, or formulated to get through the stomach acid, which we also have. This is why most of them don't work, or patients don't seem to get results. You, if you're treating a medical problem, just remember, as a rule of thumb, you must use a professional quality, high-grade product. In 2003, there was a study entitled In Vitro Antimicrobial Activity of Olive Leaves. In mycoses, which are funguses, treated um, organisms, they were 
all of these extract was used, and the results were impressive. Dermophytes, Candida albicans, which we just mentioned, and Erisica coli, E. coli, all bit the dust. Leading the study, these findings suggest an antimicrobial potential for olive leaves. In other words, we can use olive leaf extract as a natural antibiotic. You can try using it, for example, for well, subclinical infections where the white blood cell count is elevated. We have a patient who recently had a white blood cell count is actually being retested today because her gallbladder was inflamed. But it can happen when you have urinary tract infection. It's not always an infection, but sometimes it's just an irritation. It can be true with mannose. But olive leaf is a good thing to have on board because it has antimicrobial and antifungal properties. A later study in 2007 in the journal Molecules tested olive leaf in vitro against several microorganisms that may be causal agents in humans' intestinal and respiratory tract infections, namely gram-positive and gram-negative bacteria, as well as fungi. The study authors found that at low concentrations, olive leaf extracts showed unusual combined antibacterial and antifungal action, which suggests a great potential as nutraceuticals. Interestingly, olives are very high in vitamin E and other powerful antioxidants. Studies have shown that they are good for the heart and also protect against osteoporosis and cancer. Studies have also shown great promise for neurological health by examining pathways that may lead to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So it seems that the olive leaf has a wide variety of actions, which is perhaps why it has been so useful throughout the ages. Another study published in 2012 observed that olive leaves, which contain oleoropine, I have a hard time saying that myself, and hydroxytyrosol, suggest an antimicrobial potential against pathogenic bacteria, such as staph and strep and Escherichia coli, etc. Olive leaf extract was found to be most active against salmonella, of all things. The triterpenes in the olive leaf show great promise for immune support in cell culture as well. Maslenic acid, which is standardized in the olive leaf extract that we use, has been shown to prevent chronic inflammation, which many people believe is a precursor for cancer and other diseases. And by enhancing the macrophage response of your white blood cells, it can be an important use for our defense mechanisms. Enough scientific evidence exists to support the position that olive, fruit, and leaf extract have powerful antimicrobial and antibacterial properties, though we caution that the olive, leaf, and fruit extracts have not been recognized by the FDA. We're not concerned about that because the olive leaf and its extracts and products have been around a lot longer than the FDA and would be considered to be gross or generally considered as safe since they've been around for so long. But we're not willing to spend $2.5 billion to get the FDA to approve the use of the olive leaf extract, which is widely available as a natural product, for one condition. When they approve a drug for which the pharmaceutical company has paid $2.5 billion, they get to advertise its use for one condition, but a hundred things can go wrong. And I see this every day, all the time in my practice with my patients, because the first thing we have to analyze when they come in is, what drugs are you taking? Even innocuous, seemingly innocuous drugs can cause problems. So for example, Synthroid, which is T4, has no active thyroid in it. It can build up in your brain and cause MS-like symptoms. Aspirin, everybody wants to take an aspirin today. Aspirin can cause ringing of the ears, and if you have a stroke, it will be much worse because the bleeding won't stop. There are many other natural ways to thin your blood without using drug products with side effects. Getting back to the olive leaf and its fruit extract, they help to keep the arteries smooth. No one wants the dreaded atherosclerosis, which is the result of plaque literally constricting blood flows to critically important organs such as the heart. Olive leaf and fruit extracts help in a few key ways. First, Olive leaf and fruit extracts increase levels of nitric oxide, which helps relax blood vessels. All, and secondly, olive leaf and fruit extract help prevent the oxidation of LDL or bad cholesterol, and oxidation of LDL causes inflammation, which ultimately leads to plaque and the dreaded atherosclerosis. Olive 
extract or oleic acid has been shown to have beneficial properties to protect the heart. Studies have shown that the ingredients in the olive leaf fruit extracts may protect cell membranes against diseases like cancer, which we mentioned earlier. Thirdly, the olive leaf and fruit extract help endothelial health or the lining of your smooth muscle of your arteries, specifically by reducing the inflammatory MMPs, which are known as matrix metalloproteinases. High blood pressure, too, is helped with olive leaf and fruit extract. A 1986 animal study confirmed that olive leaves helped with high blood pressure. A 2003 study in the same journal highlighted triterpenes, an ingredient in the olive leaf extract, as having antihypertensive or anti-blood pressure properties in the animal model. 2003 animal study, which spanned eight weeks, where they were given a drug to reduce high blood pressures, the authors found that the findings confirmed previous reports on the hypotensive effects of the olive leaf. In other words, the animals were given something to increase high blood pressure, which was then treated with the olive leaf extract, which in turn lowered their blood pressure. So, so far we have found out that the olive leaf extract and the fruit are antimicrobial, antifungal, that they have a heart protective effect and a cancer preventive effect but they also have a much wider effect on the cardiovascular system by lowering blood pressure. In some of these animal studies, researchers noted that the olive leaf extract not only helps lower high blood pressure, but also prevents it, where high blood pressure was induced before and after supplementation. In a study done with twins, whose patients had borderline hypertension or even type 1, they were given the olive leaf extract daily and this resulted in a decrease in both systolic and diastolic pressures over eight weeks that's the higher and lower number of your blood pressure in another human study using a type of olive extract in competition with a blood pressure drug the ace inhibitor captopril olive extract performed just as well as the prescription drug after eight weeks both of which were used daily in different groups, including control groups. Interestingly, a significant reduction in the triglyceride or the blood sugar storage level was observed in the olive group, but not in the captopril blood pressure group. Furthermore, it has some neurological benefits. A 2011 study on gerbils demonstrated that olive leaf extract exerts a potential neural protective activity against neuronal damage in the hippocampus after transient global cerebral ischemia. In other words, after they induced a stroke, they gave the animals the olive leaf extract and they improved by restoring their blood flow. Saw the same thing in the mice in a 2016 study. But again, we don't have time to finish all that today keep talking about this in subsequent weeks to come because I'm here to help empower you with the information that you in turn can use to make better informed healthcare decisions to optimize your health and well-being. I'm Dr. Dan Roy, you've been listening to The Royal Treatment. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you be well.